What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Brew Jackets, a Blue Jackets-themed podcast where sometimes we drink brews. I'm joined tonight, as usual, with Kevin Valentin. Uh, I, myself, am Lance. You can find me on Twitter and whatever at Happy Duck. Real quick, since it is Brew Jackets, we, don't, we haven't talked to all this, as much about brews all the time, even though we have the you know Union Soldier. I'm drinking a Angry Orchard Crisp Apple tonight. Very solid. And you had a party here recently, so and you were able to share yeah. the the Union Soldier beer with some people. Yes, I was, and I'm gonna go get it. Well, he grabs that. I've already done a review on on the Angry Orchard uh, Crisp Apple. It's you know it's one of the most like commercialized uh, uh, ciders out there. It's pretty good. That's why I got it again. I may have had this multiple times. It's a uh, it's very oh. solid. I mean, I like Strongbow better, but. My local store didn't have shit for sale. But anyway, uh, for the audio listeners, Kev's about to show the can here on screen. Yes. Talk about his beer a bit. Okay, so as Hefty Duck said, this past Saturday, I had a fun beer party with my family and friends uh, here in Illinois. And uh, I shared Union Soldier, the fun Blue Jackets-themed beer made by Endeavor Brewery for Union Blue Soldiers. It's a fun Blue Jackets-themed beer. We had a great time at the party sharing this. Everyone loved it. It's a great beer. Uh, my Aunt Karen, every time she comes down from Wisconsin, she has one. We even had some extras, and she took them back up to Wisconsin, and she's been sharing it with people. They went on a trip to Iowa, and they brought some of this on their trip to Iowa. So, yeah, Union Soldier. It's a fun Blue Jackets themed beer. Thank you to everyone who checked it out and bought it because it's sold out and it's not <laughs> coming back until October. So thank Sorry, you for your season. so thank you for your support. And when uh, it's October, when October comes again, come try Union Soldier, a fun Blue Jackets themed beer made by Endeavor Brewery. And uh, we had a great oh, yeah. time at the party for the beer party that I had showing off <laughs> union soldier. Nice. Hell yeah. Well, like I said, as we are called the brew jackets, got to talk about brews sometimes, uh, especially when, uh, when, you know, uh, one of us has, uh, has had a hand in helping, you know, create some of the things with the union soldier. Yeah. Uh, pretty awesome. Kev. I mean, um, we're called brew jackets and we have a logo of a union soldier holding a beer. We right here. I'll do the pose. I'll do the pose. Here we go. Wait, other other hand? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was just about right on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, all right. So 
Let's get into it real quick. We'll start with uh, a little bit of news from around the NHL real quick, and then I'd love to – I just I really, really want to finish speaking the cut series. I have time to go over if needed today. I want to get it done yeah, so I, we can stop teasing people about all of it. And everyone can go back and listen to all of our stuff then. Um, real quick, though, uh, this Saturday, Florida versus Las Vegas, June 3rd uh, at 8 p.m., I believe. And uh, I will be, personally, Lance, over at the Hockey Podcast Network uh, live stream, uh, doing like a live watch party, live react uh, on Saturday for the first game in the final series of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Join me over there. I'll have links on my Twitter, excuse me, and the uh, Brew Jackets Twitter as well. So um, then, uh, okay, it's real quick from around the NHL once more. Uh, so Andrew Brunette is off the table for the Blue Jackets. He was hired by the National Predators. Um, you know their 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 new GM Barry Trotz uh, hired in uh, Andrew Brunette as the new head coach. They relieved John Hines of his coaching duties. Um, so there is another coach out on the market. I think the Blue Jackets are already close somewhat to to hiring. Uh, an article, or I'm sorry, a, tw- a tweet from I believe Jeff Jeff Svoboda said that they're not going to. Uh, choosing soon <laughs> Patrick Royer bust hell yeah Dale hey that's not um a bad idea so the only thing is and po- po- possibly why they're waiting so long to possibly talk to him is um I think you're leading me into my next topic actually um also if you want to make a guest appearance you know you can just give me a thumbs up or whatever um so like he said Patrick Royer bust so Patrick Roy is currently coaching the Quebec uh, Remparts, right, who won the QMJHL Cup. So they're already cup winners, but they're also competing for the Memorial Cup, which is the Junior League's trophy. Um, There's three other uh, teams in that. The Remparts are currently in first because they have two wins um, and uh, one loss, I believe. It's a, it's a round-robin tournament, so everyone played each other. So to, uh, tomorrow, Thursday, the Kamloops Blazers versus the Seattle Thunderbirds are going to play to see who's moving on and who's going to be playing for third place, basically. So the loser of that game plays the Petersboro Peets, and then the winner – because the, the Peets are in last place. And the winner of that game is going to play the Quebec Remparts, and um, that, that will be the final game of the tournament, I believe. So that should be soon. That should be really, really soon. That, that should be like like Saturday, Friday, Saturday, something like that. So we'll know about Patrick Roy soon. I'd be excited for him for sure, um, especially with all these young guys. Uh, he's already, especially once Mal Testa is like coming up through the through the ranks, then too, eventually, you know, like uh, uh, yeah. He's basically seen from what I've read on him. It's like he's a guy that can. Develop, help develop talent, but also he's going to be like the good things about Torts is he's not going to put up with people's bullshit yeah. and he's going to hold them to a certain accountability, certain standard, a certain way that you have to play. And when you know, I read that, I'm like, okay, yep, I like that. I'd be okay if he was the guy. And you're absolutely right, Hefty Duck. Is um, I've seen some theories that people, and that I think, in my opinion, there's some truth to this, is that. The longer that this no coach thing goes on, it probably is why because they haven't made an announcement yet because they may be waiting on why to finish yeah. up the Memorial Cup before 
they either you know you know talk to him or give him the job so yeah, that i think it'd be kind of rude through that big of a distraction during, right. when they're trying to win a championship so and yarmo has a history of doing what the, like the right thing is pretty much like you know jonathan quick going to vegas then and everything like that so uh real quick we have a, another uh couple comments here sean butcher says hey lance uh he also says hey kevin what's up sean hello. welcome in thanks for uh joining us tonight uh, hello there lance uh, sean. what hello there sean yes oh yes uh and so he says how much could he help elvis especially it's a good question um i think so we're gonna also so the blue jackets are also looking for a goaltender coach so, um, so I that's think, one thing to consider. Um, that might hopefully will help more than the head coach, but it really could. Like, he's not going to take shit. He's not going to be as much of I think of a player's coach as Larson was. Um, and like like you said earlier, Kevin, um, just like not taking shit from people. Um, he will sit Elvis if Elvis needs to be sat. I believe. You know, I admit there was maybe some games this year that maybe like Elvis could have been sat um, uh, where like he was played because that's like the guy you're paying the big bucks and everything. Right. And so another thing to consider here is that Patrick Waugh, when he played for the Avalanche, was a really good goalie and he helped him win the Stanley Cup. So he already has that goalie experience that even if he's not the goalie coach, Every so often, he could chip in and give him his thoughts on what he he could do, and that and that could help Elvis as well. And I also think, you know, like like what you've said with you know, his you know does really put up with people's attitudes and everything. That would help bring Elvis in line and say, just listen, just you know, just settle it down a bit because. When Elvis first came to the Blue Jackets, you know, that that's something that John Tortorella and the rest of the coaching staff had to do with him is saying, it's okay that you have your attitude. You have a little spunk. That's good. Don't be Jordan Bennington. <laughs> I love attitude. You got a little spunk. That's okay. But you need to learn to just when to use it and when to just tone it down and bring it back. And they were able to do in that season, they were able to do that because there was that stretch there from December uh, 2019 till January 2020. He was just so good. And it was a big reason why they made the playoffs that season. So, yeah, there, there is there is precedent that has shown that a coach that has you know, been a coach for the Blue Jackets has been able to get Elvis Merzlikens to settle down. Torts can do it, and the rest of the coaching staff back then did it. And a guy like, in my opinion, Patrick Waugh, even like a Pascal Vincent, would be able to do that as well. Yeah, Sean, maybe he can uh, – so Sean here says for the audio listeners, he says Patrick Waugh would be an interesting pick for the Jackets. Maybe he can uh, revive his coaching career. Um, and maybe he could help revive Elvis's career a little bit. But we are being joined currently with the one and only Matt you can find him on Twitter at lawless underscore one. What's up, Matt? It's taking a bit for you to get up on screen here. Got a black screen. Got a black screen. I don't know if you can hear me or not. But, uh, oh, there we go. What's up? Oh, and <laughs> sideways for a second. What's up? How's it going? We were just talking about, uh, 
coaching possibility uh, prompted by the one only wonderful Dale Altman from the uh, Bengals and Brews podcast, one of the founding members of this podcast, the Brew Jackets. Um, he was he asked uh, how much uh, Patrick Raw, a former NHL goaltender himself, being interviewed for coaching position could help Elvis especially, and uh, I, hopefully he can help uh, help with. Uh, I, I, honestly, I think Elvis physically can be there and whatever. I think he's just and he's got the yips, right? You ever heard of that? Like where like a player just gets the yips and they're, like they're just like off kilter for like a while, and he just has to get out of his mind. It's immense. I. Th- think i hope it's just a mental block you know he didn't have that hip bogging him though this year too so anyway what's up matt how you doing hope you had a good dinner tonight yes I myself Stuffed. you have any brews you have any brews while you were there at- no no i think all they had was corona in a bottle maybe bud light ah, um, it's hot out well corona at least sounds good um and that Bud Light, but you know, <laughs> it's whatever. Bud Light here. Um, so one last thing from around the NHL, just because it's interesting. Kyle Dubas was, uh, you know, general manager fired from uh, Toronto. Is the now the GM for uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, which is probably what they need since they have like no prospect pool and they have old, just a bunch of old guys. Um, I say, as they're all like my age, uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, and then, so in his place, the Maple Leafs hired Brad tree living as general manager. Congrats to him. Or I guess, I don't know. I'm not a Leafs fan. So it's whatever. Right. Just news yeah, around so the last, last, last week, Matt had the pretty scenery. Now he has the pretty scenery again this week. Yeah. No, that's kind of, I kind of dig it. It's very it's like, contrasting to my if uh, i could just get this damn um thing to stay focused yeah oh yeah it's focusing on the background not you ha for our audio listeners out there um yeah that's it for the news from around the nhl i believe Uh, a little bit of uh Blue Jackets news. There's an art, a great article. By... What? I was talking to my dog. Oh, <laughs> there's a great article by the wonderful Jeff Svoboda, uh, official Blue Jackets uh, insider, uh, on Johnny Gaudreau recently and his uh, how he enjoyed his time here or how he has enjoyed his time here so far uh, in Columbus. It's a great article. I recommend to go read it. I'm not going to quote. I was going to say did something happened that I haven't heard about. Oh, no, thank God. Um, no, but yeah, uh, definitely uh, go check it out. Uh, you can find it at the you know, the Blue Jackets official website or on Twitter. You can find Jeff Svoboda there. Um, just a good article. That's all why I'm saying it, you know, not to we have no affiliation with them or that guy or whatever, but um, I like him as a reporter a lot. He's probably my favorite out there other than Mark Shegg, Sheeg. Um, and I'm not going to name the third one because I don't like them. Um, anyway. <laughs> it's a good article. Go look it up. Other than that, I think is there anything else for the hockey news you guys want to talk about before we try to finish this fucking series? Well, it just boils down to this that the coaching is most based off what we know. It's most likely probably going to be Patrick Waugh or Pascal Vincent. 
because they were saying, oh, it could be Andrew Burnett. No. Oh, it could be Jar Gerard Gallant. No. Oh, it could be, you know, Mike Babcock. No. It could be this. It could be that. And it, every time it, the list just keeps getting smaller, smaller, and smaller. And could smaller. be you, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, but I'm not doing that. Um, well, so Pascal Benson got an interview, too, from another team. He did get an interview with another team. but So it's probably going to be Pascal Vincent or Patrick Waugh. Do you think that if like, I mean, do you think that I mean we're gonna see like, like like Vincent could just be gone next year? Then we could have we could also be looking for a new assistant coach. If I guess we would anyway if he gets promoted, but um, yeah, you know. So if if he doesn't get the job, I mean he could feasibly get another job somewhere else very easily. You know, I've with also, the experience I've he also- has. I've also seen, again, these are just people's thoughts on things, but I've also seen people bringing up the idea, maybe if you get Patrick Waugh, maybe Pascal Vincent is the assistant coach again, and then if something doesn't work out with Waugh, then you got something with, you know, Vincent yeah. or whatnot. But, but that's besides uh, you know, the point. Um, but... Uh, Let's just get this out of the way quickly. If you can just put up the picture of me and I'll mail Bench. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do it now before we forget by the end of it. Let me go ahead and share my screen real quick. For our audio viewers out there, Kevin will explain uh, this uh, for you real quick. I'm going to throw a picture up here on screen. Check us out on YouTube if you are listening from the audio, though. Uh, Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so back in April, I was at uh, two Blue Jackets games and uh, went down to Cincinnati to see the Reds play. And uh, this is a picture after the Blue Jackets. So every time the Blue Jackets win, they interview a player. And you can sometimes you can get a picture with the player that they interviewed. And uh, that day, the Blue Jackets beat the Penguins 3-2 in overtime. Johnny could throw a beautiful goal in overtime to win it. And Emil Benstrom. He's one of the guys that scored the goal, a goal that game, and he was the guy they interviewed after the game, and uh, you were able to, you know, take pictures with him. So it's his I fault we weren't in last place. Yeah, <laughs> he scored that day, huh? <laughs> he did, and you know what? If you go back, and I'll just say this: you go back and watch that game. It's the Penguins' fault that they lost that game because of three mistakes cost them that game. First goal, they iced the puck. They lose the faceoff. Blue Jackets score. The second goal, you leave a Mel Benstrom wide open. That's one of the better shooters on the Blue Jackets. That's a no-no. And you and you gave three power play opportunities. And on the third one, the Blue Jackets score. And then the third goal is you left Johnny Couture wide open on a breakaway in overtime. Anyways, so after the game, Emil Benstrom is getting interviewed. You can get your picture taken. And people waited in line, and I waited in line, and I got my picture taken with a Mill Benstrom right, right there. So that's what uh, that picture is. is oh yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Damn cool. Maybe I'll have to wait around late next time. <laughs> it is the second Blue Jackets player I've gotten my picture taken with because back in 2020, I was there January 2020. I was there for a game, and they won that game three two against Carolina. And uh, David Savard was the player that they interviewed that day. Oh, yeah. And I got a picture taken with David Savard. So that was. He would have been a nice one to keep. Yeah, great. He had a pretty good year this last year. Great beard. Great beard, too. Nice. 
Well, hell yeah, man. It's pretty cool. Um, like I said, for any of our, uh, maybe I didn't say this already. For any audio viewers, you can also, did you post this on the UBS or whatever? Uh, we'll post this on our Brew Jackets page if you want to see this picture. Yeah, if you're uh, an audio listener. So check us yes. out on Twitter. And uh, he'll post it on Instagram too. Yes, that's right. Brew Brew Jackets now has an Instagram page. Go check, go check it out at the Brew Jackets on Instagram. I wanted Brew Jackets, but someone took that already. So it's (laughs) the Brew Jackets. And uh, go. It's probably me. I could have been. Oh, oh well. But does it have any posts on it? It was probably me when I was setting everything up. Yeah. Well, oh, well. Um, Your mic's but, a little bit fuzzy there, uh, Matt. It's not bad. But point, but point being, go check out Brew Jackets. I, you know, going to be doing some fun stuff over there. And I post a, a little, sometimes different goals that the Blue Jackets have scored over the years. Today's goal is Alexander Texier's goal that he scored in game four against Tampa Bay in the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs. Hell yeah. So check out Brew Jackets on Instagram. Pretty dope. All right. Well, we're so while we're like kind of advertising ourselves, I'm gonna go ahead and do our ad read so that we can be uh, finish the making the cut series uninterrupted from here on out. Anyway, I will see you guys here on the other side of this little promo vid. Go FC. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, even without any customizations, and our bank account somehow always depleting, we're officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on is Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. Uh... Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more more big name tech brands out there. You know, one reason why you might want to get a uh, a cheaper pair or two of headphones too is, I mean, what if you sit on them? What if you break them? You know, then you can just get another pair of cheap ones and you're out a bunch of money. Uh, You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. Yeah, uh, they have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of uh, product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping for any Canadians out there who might be listening to our hockey podcast. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Uh, some of my favorite uh, uh, features of the Raycons uh, are the noise isolation for, you know, when my nieces and nephews are around and, and I'm trying to listen to, you know, the the game on, on, on my phone or something like that. You know, just being able to put the noise isolation is, is nice. Um, and then... Uh, awareness mode you know if i'm out like walking next to the road you can have awareness mode on which helps you hear things around you so you don't get you know run over <laughs> um and it's water and sweat resistance so when i'm working outside working out or uh, like i said going on a walk or something 
Uh, I don't have to worry about as much about water and sweat. Uh, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. And we have the wonderful DraftKings. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Uh, you know what? I haven't done this yet. So real quick, while we're live, I'm going to go ahead and Google the DraftKings odds for hey, uh, Saturday. Hey, what, what, what are the odds for the uh, FC Cincinnati game, you know, that's uh, going on uh, in five minutes? Let me check real quick. Uh DraftKings odds, FC Simpson. Your mic is kind of odd today. Nah, it's fine. Uh, let's see. They're first in the MLS. Dude, just 10, 3, and 1. Nice. Um, let's see. Odds, odds. What's today? What's today? Starts in 12 minutes, 42 seconds. Uh... All right, for the regular time, it looks like. Wait, ah, uh, man, dude, I'm not sure if I understand soccer, soccer, uh, betting odds near as much as I thought I'd, I, w- I would. It's a little, it's different than hockey ones, and the other ones, but um, they have to be favored though, right? Money line. Oh, here we go. Okay, so, uh, New York. Whatever their uh, New York FC is a plus one one twenty five, uh, and Cincinnati is a plus two hundred five for the money line. Uh, the draw no bet in regular time. Uh, looks like New York's favored by a negative one fifty five, and uh, FC Cincinnati is a plus one twenty five. Uh, so uh, there's your odds for today's game for the money line and the draw no bet regular timeline. Um, if any of that made sense to you, Matt, I'm not the biggest uh, gambler myself, but I do support DraftKings. I love it. So for Saturday, the Florida Panthers versus the Vegas Golden Knights, um, money line is going to be plus 110 for the Panthers and not minus 130 for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Kevin, do you know if that's a home or away game for the Knights? It's a home game for Vegas because okay. Florida has the eight seed. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, well, yeah, there's some NHL and some uh, MLS odds for you. Uh, check them out. If you'd like to make a bet, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resource. Uh, check out the disclaimer below wherever you're watching this video. If only gamble what you can afford to lose. Anyway. 
I saw Matt just waving at his dog, I think. That's funny. Um, all right. So thank you to our wonderful, uh, uh, you know, uh, sponsors uh, slash partner here at uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, it helps us deliver a, uh, a very uh, nicer product, uh, a.k.a. our podcast to y'all. Uh, and we appreciate them. So, uh, you know, anything you can do to help them out helps us out in turn. Uh, the most freest way you can help us out here at the Brew Jackets is to like and subscribe to this video. Uh, you know, here on YouTube, you can ring the bell notification. See, uh, you know, when we go live, you can catch us live. Uh, if you're listening on audio, uh, I know some places don't have it, but we are anywhere you can find any podcast. So, um, if you, you know, if you like the content and you want to rate it, you know, give us a five star. We'd appreciate that a whole lot. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were trying to say something, Kev. Okay, you're just saying five for five star, right on. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that would really help us out. We'd love you forever. But uh, all right, on to meat and potatoes of today. I think we'll get through some of these pretty quick, and I don't think it'll, some of them will be, even be an option. So last week, we ended with Michael Hutchinson. 32-year-old goaltender, played 16 games. Um, and we uh, decided that we probably are not going to see much of him on the NHL roster next year unless something changes from now till then. I, I personally think unless, like, something like Tarasov just doesn't develop better. Like, he played quite a few games this year. Um, we'll talk about him here in a, in a little while, though. Yeah, the basic idea of what we said in Michael Hutchinson is that, you know what, he did what the Blue Jackets asked of him, which was he was just a good depth goalie, that they needed someone to play some games since they didn't have Corpusalo or his Merzlikens or Tarasov. You needed someone Don't do that. You need you needed someone to play those games. And he did that and he helped him win some games. So you know what? You got got what you asked of him. Just someone yep. that can play games. So and um you know too, I'm going by uh, points earned this year per player on hockeyreference.com. So that's where my like list comes from and, and how we're going through it. Um, so next on our list, the first person we're going to talk about this week is Elvis Merz-Leakins. He's 28 years old, uh, goaltender. He had 30 games played this year. Um, as far as it goes, I, I whether or not he's back to old Elvis self, we're going to see him next season. Right. I, I they're paying him too much money to not. You at least have to try to get some your money's worth out of him. But I, like I said before, maybe the goaltender coach, maybe the new coach, maybe the whole offseason um, will help him get back to himself next year. I think that, you know, this, and even he said this in the press conference that he had at the end of the season, that, that he knows what's up and it's time to step it up because the reality is, is yes, he's got that big contract and yes, you play him in part because of that, but he's not going to have that spot forever because Danil Tarasov or Jet Greaves, they even have a goalie prospect over in Russia, Sergei Ivanov. Ivanov one, of those, yeah. one of those guys eventually will be with, will be the goalie for the Blue Jackets. So you only got so much time, Elvis. 
Because so take that chance that you have and run with it because you've shown that you can be an awesome goalie for the Blue Jackets. You just got to be able to put it together and be more uh, consistent. And so take your time, you know, and I've seen videos of him on Instagram where he's, he, he's at the gym working out. He's doing a whole bunch of other stuff like he said. So he's taking it seriously based off what I've seen so far. Yeah, because you've shown you can do it. So keep going, Elvis. Because he's got to remain healthy too. I honestly think that played a part this year. He was trying to fight and play through it for the sake of being that guy. Um, but that hip man, just just let it heal. Just let See, it go the whole way. Right, yeah. and hip is and for a goalie. Hip is one of those things that you you just got to be careful with. Yeah, you're always moving up and down and left and right, and your legs are moving from side to side trying the to make same thing with Corby. He had to have that surgery, you know? Yeah. And so you got to do well, be, be, take right. care of yourself. Yeah. I think, I think we'll, we're going to see him next year. The next guy is not so sure on um, Carson Meyer, 25 years old, right wing played in 14 games with only one assist for one point. He is a winger. He's 25. He was brought up. From the blue, ja- from the monsters to play on the Blue Jackets this so, year. Honestly, this is my my thoughts on Mark. He's most likely a guy with the monsters. Uh, little the 2021-2021 season, he had a little playing time. He looked pretty good. He got his first ever NHL goal this season. He was brought up, and he was a good third line, fourth line guy, and he was really starting to come into his own, and you could see it. But unfortunately, he got hurt, and that was basically it for him. Whatever yeah. shot he had was gone for that season. So yeah. he, he's shown he can be a good player, but realistically, under normal circumstances, he's probably a guy that's still with the Monsters. But if they need a good third line, fourth yeah. line guy, it's nice to know. a couple times. Sure. It's, it's nice to know that you have someone that you can bring up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next two on our list. Um, we're kind of newer to the team. I don't know near as much about them. Um, so just like with, you know, um, Hunter McCown, Tyler Angle, and, and Lane yeah. Peterson, we just haven't seen them much yet. But what up? Oh, <laughs> I thought he was saying to me. I see his dog wagging his tail in the background. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, next guy on the list is uh, Mikhail Pitya. Pitya? He's 21 years old, left wing. Played in two games this year with one assist. So, you know, at least you've got one assist and two. In you know, you got the first NHL point this year. So his story is basically he's he was playing over in Finland for a bit and he did pretty good over there. And then the Blue Jackets brought him over to go play for Cleveland and he was playing pretty good over there. And then the final two games of the the season, the Blue Jackets gave him a shot to see what he can do and. It's two games. It's a small sample size, but the two games he looked pretty okay, good. Yeah. He looked pretty good, and could yeah. be just be another good third line, fourth line guy that the Blue Jackets could have. Someone like a two way, you know, two way up and down contractor player, or whatever he could play. I don't think like like starting lineup first game of the season next year. I'm not sure there's going to be room for some for him. Uh, I also just don't know. We'll see if, if something happens in the off season. Maybe he out. There's going to be a lot of competition for spots this year. Maybe he outplays someone. 
and if that's he does, yeah. great. And that's the thing is that he could have a preseason of what Yegor Chinikov had, where he had like seven goals in eight games, right. where he forced himself on the team. Because after that, you can't, you can't say no to that. And that's it's a thing about any of these guys. Something like that could happen to where you have to put them on the team. So it's just interesting to see how it will work out. Over to Puppy Dog. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's uh like mostly not, but possibly it's a it's a it's a possibility. I'm not gonna throw them out under the bus or anything. Um, but uh, next one on the list is is, is kind of in a, in a similar boat uh, in a way. In a way, uh, Justin Richards, 24 years old, forward, had his first. Uh, or had two of his had two games this year, and also had his first NHL point, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 24, so I mean he's still young enough to be able to. Not that older guys can't learn, and, and, but you know you're able to kind of mold them still a little bit at that age, uh, and get them to do what you want. So I'm in two games. See, I, see he, Justin Richards is a little fun story because when Todd he's the kid of Todd Richards, who was the former coach of the Blue Jackets oh, yeah. years ago. And while Todd Richards was the coach of the Blue Jackets, Justin Richards uh, participated in the uh, Blue Jackets youth hockey program. So it's another fun story nice. for the Blue Jackets to have a guy who played for their youth hockey nice. program and is now playing for them. Yeah, a little hometown hero kind of kind of like you know uh uh Carson Rosevick Carson and Carson Meyer Jack Roslevic and Sean Corrali Corrali dude so. okay real quick I just thought of the I just had a, a core memory here okay so I was at a preseason game at the beginning of this last season right and there was this kid that sat behind me the whole time he just would yell Corrali fries Corrali he couldn't like say his R's right that much it was it was both simultaneously one of the most annoying things and, and cutest things I've ever like <laughs> it was like because he wouldn't shut up right it was cute for like the first couple of times it was like ha ha Corrali fries now forever I call Corrali Corrali fries Corrali fries. fries it was and his dad was sitting next to him like you could tell like no, even if it's annoying I'm not gonna say nothing dude the kids having yeah. a great time at an NHL game hell yeah so basically, so I'm putting, so I'm going nine. I'm going nine out of ten that he's Justin Richards is with the monsters. Nine out of same. 10. Yeah, well, like like we also may see them. You know, injuries happen. Hopefully, nothing like this year happens ever fucking again. Most man games in the NHL lost to injury. Um, so yeah, it's a. We'll see. Next guy on the list is someone I'm looking forward to, uh, but I'm not sure if, if they're quite developed enough yet. We'll see. Uh, Stanislav Svozil. He's a 20-year-old defenseman uh, with two games under his belt and also his first NHL points. Uh, Svozil was a uh, Blue Jackets prospect. Excuse me. Um, came over from the KHL, right? Or yeah. Russia. No, no, he was playing over in the Canada with Connor Bedard. Oh, that's right. And so yeah, basically, we saw him play in the. Uh... Oh, he was playing in Canada with Connor Bedard. He did pretty good there. Then he was in the World uh, Juniors and he did pretty good there as well. Yeah. And then uh, they they had him play for the Monsters for a bit and he looked pretty good there as well. And then the last two games of the season, they gave him a shot to see what he could do, and his assists. 
first ever NHL point was on an assist to the goal that Emil Benstrom scored in the Penguins. <laughs> and you go back and watch the tape. It's a beautiful pass by Sposal. Yeah. Because and he's a defenseman. And he's a defenseman. And when you look at the replay, he has the puck, and it looks like he's he might shoot it. So then he kind of pulls two guys over to him, and then at the last moment just kind of quickly passes it over to yeah. Benchford and scores. So it was just a beautiful pass. So it's interesting to see what he's going to do. But I think, again, more likely than not, start off with the Monsters. And nice, he's one of the more defensive prospects. So my suspicion is they'll do – what they did with David Yurichek, which is just keep him down there for a good chunk of the season. Let him build the muscle, build up his speed, yeah. get up to NHL level better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. Um, I, I as much as I would love to see him come up, I would like to see him come up to the NHL when it is a good time for him to do that. Um next on the list. As someone who I want to see more of, but I'm not sure we're going to. Like I said, this year was insane with the amount of injuries. That's why we have so many of these guys to get through. And that is the wonderful Billy Sweezy, 26-year-old defenseman. Uh, nine games played this year with one assist. Um, I It ain't easy being Sweezy. I love him to death up for the Monsters. Uh, was he not their captain or something, too? Something like yeah, like so Sweezy is known as a rough and tough motherfucker who is not afraid to back down from anyone. He will fight you. Uh he will no matter who you are. So in the event that like a Matthew Olivier gets, you know, um injured or something, Billy Sweezy's the perfect guy to bring up in that position. Well, not true because Olivier's a forward, but you know what I'm saying. Like when when both Olivier and um good branson were out uh this guy came in and still made you know make sure made sure that like you know the rookies are good you know no one's like slamming into anyone too hard or billy's gonna be in their face um i think we'll see i i don't this year was his first time playing any nhl right he played his first nhl game this year at, at 26 grand at d-man so yeah, defensemen take longer to develop. It's 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 just harder like that. That's just how it is. Yeah. And um, honestly, again, he's probably nine out of ten where he stays in the monsters. And if they need someone, then maybe they call him up. But it's just mostly monsters, is my guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sorry, were you going to say something? Huh? Were you going to say something? No, I was just mocking you. Oh, what was I doing? He said, yeah. he said, yeah. Oh, dude, I do that shit all the time, dude. I actually type that out too. Like, there's like a YE. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, but, uh, all right. So, we've gotten through quite a few already. We've talked about Mercedes, Myers, Pythia, and Richards, and Sposal, and Sweezy. So, now we are down to our final seven. And we're going to uh, continue it on with. Daniil Tarasov, to age 23. I thought he was younger than that. Awesome. Games played, 17. Uh, zero goals. He had one assist this year. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, goalkeeper with a point. That's awesome. Um, uh, but really, the story of Daniil Tarasov is that 
He's a goalie that's shown he can play good. He played good over in Russia. He's played good with the Monsters. When given the chance, he's played good with the, with the Blue Jackets. Uh, under normal circumstances, he should have been with the Monsters most of the season, getting those big-time minutes, number one goalie starts. Uh, to a certain degree, he did do that, but a lot of the time was spent with the Blue Jackets. Not necessarily ideal, but under those circumstances, he did pretty good. He got him some wins. He looked pretty good. And for now, he looks like it could be the guy, a future goal like for the Blue Jackets if they don't have Elvis Merzlikens. Um, for now, he's probably going to be the backup under uh, El- Elvis Merzlikens. But, you know, he's shown that he can be good. So it's just about, you know, can you stay healthy? And if you can, he's going to be okay. Hopefully. That's a lot. That's the story with a lot of them. This from this last year, um, and even still, once they started to have a kind of a losing season, I think that any like little minor injuries, like they just took full time off as they should have. Because why? Why play through injury to just injure yourself further in a season that we're just going to hopefully try to our hardest to for fucking forget? <laughs> you know, yeah. like. Um, it's not necessary, but in some hockey players' minds, that's not the mentality. It is yeah, you're hurt, and you should really be careful with that. It's like, you know, I don't care. I'm just going to keep play- playing. Please yeah. ignore the fact that I took a puck to the face, and my face is bleeding. I got this bad nose, or you know, I took a oh, puck. Seventeen to my- stitches. Let me back out there. Yeah, you're right. Or I took a puck to my face. I took a puck to my foot, and now it's you know hurt and probably broken. But I'm going to keep going, or you know, You're gonna make an empty net goal across yeah, the yeah, entire yeah, ice. Nick Blankenberg, um, or you know, the story uh, Gregory Campbell when he was playing for the Bruins, um, he took up in the playoffs. He took a puck to the a leg and it broke his leg, but he kept playing until they got the puck out of there, and then he got up. But you know, or Zach Wierenski in the playoffs, he takes a puck to the oh, face and faces all. It's all like gross looking and like all gross looking and bleeding and shit, but he went back out there and played. And so it's just like for some hockey players, there's just, it's just like a little thing in their mind that's like, it's just, okay, you should probably take it easy, be careful, settle down, but they don't because it's like this ultra like warrior mentality it's like i gotta go out there and tough it out even when you fight for death to some of them yeah kevin yeah kevin just had a good punch arm we gotta get a shirt made what was it he he just said got the puck out of there (laughs) get the puck out dude I like it. It's it's true like though. It. That's that's what happened to Gregory Campbell. Well, so instead of got the fuck out of there, it's close to get the fuck out of there. But okay, but that's true. Is he took Gregory Campbell took a puck to the leg and it broke his leg. But instead of getting off the ice, he waited until the Bruins got the puck out of their offensive zone and then he and he left the ice. You know, it's like anyway, play. anyway, it. anyway. anyway. Get it. On to the next one. And everything, but sometimes you just need to just you know settle down. Uh, another one who. Uh, yeah, Kevin, shut the puck up. <laughs> uh, he said, "Puck, you get him, you get him there." You're funny. Oh, All right, Joshua Dunn, 24 years old. He's a center. Played eight games for the Blue Jackets this year. Zero goals, zero assists, zero points. Plus minus of negative six. That doesn't always mean much, though. Um, Dunn stepped in. Much like Richard stepped in. Wait, did Richard play more than him? Or the same as him? Anyway, 
Dunn Dunn came up from the from the monsters. Uh, played pretty okay for when he had him. We had him here. He 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 was a center and he, he wasn't able yeah. to pick up any assists. See, so. yeah. So Josh Dunn, they first got the Blue Jackets. First got Josh Dunn during the 2020-2021 season. Played some games. He's you know looked pretty good. Good third line, fourth line guy. He's he can win you some faceoffs. But really, in terms of all these other guys, why he'd be more likely to get get called up is like you said, Hefty Duck is that he is a center, and the Blue Jackets need help at center. So anytime you can get help at center, you're going to take that. So he's more, in my opinion, more likely to get called up just because of the fact that he is a center. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully we get a good one here in the draft. You know, most, I'm most sure likely that, Leo Carlson and, or Adam Fantilic, one of those two. We'll see. So I'm going to put, I'm going to say eight out of 10 for. <laughs> what are you doing? Eight out of ten for Josh Dunn. Like eight out of ten. He's mostly with the monsters, but you know. <laughs> yeah, we might see him a little bit. So uh, yeah. the next, <laughs> the next one on the list is a very uh, interesting person who may or may not be a little controversial. Uh, I don't that. I'm just making shit up now. Sorry, uh, John Gillies. 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 Boy. John Gillies. Basically, he's his 29-year-old goaltender with three games played this year. He was part of the deal from Quick, from Jonathan Quick from well, Las Vegas. Uh, don't you know? Uh, also, I just want to shout out real quick, Blue Jackets legend Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being here. <laughs> Appreciate him. The story of Jonathan Gillies is similar to basically what the Blue Jackets had with Michael Hutchinson is that they needed a goalie to play some games, a good depth goalie. And you know what? That's what they got of him. He played some games and even helped him win some games. So he did what the Blue Jackets asked of him. And if he does come back, he's probably with the Monsters. And another yeah. thing is he is big. Like, he's a big goalie. So, like, I so like I would imagine facing him, it's like, what are you going to shoot at? Because it's hard to shoot at because he's so big. He's like 6'6", six, six, like 220 yeah. or something like that. Um, so basically, and because um, I remember watching him play was at a Blue Jackets game, and I turned to my dad and it's like, dude, he, dude, he's so big. And my dad's like, yeah. So uh, basically, John Gillies, if he's back, he's probably with the Monsters. Yep. If he was any younger, I'd like to see him in the future, maybe like uh, if he develops. But he's 29 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some goaltenders like Mark Andre Fleury can play like into the 30s pretty well, but. You know, uh, just the fact of the matter is, the older you get, like even at this level, and even at this young of ages, your reflexes just might not be a, like as pinpoint or as quite as quick as when you're a little bit younger. Uh, so next on the list is the wonderful. Uh, so this might be the opposite of Je- well, this whatever. Jet Greaves. So he's young, 21 year old uh, goaltender. He only got to play in one game this year. I think last. He played in some preseason games as well. I thought he looked great. Um, NHL ready? Unsure. He's 21 years old. So, you know, maybe a little bit more time with the Monsters or the Kalamazoo Wings or whatever, where he, wherever he's at. Like, it'll be fine. Yes. But I would love to see him develop into um, a NHL goaltender. You know, he, Jack Greaves, uh, he's played a little bit up in the Traverse City tournament. He played a little bit for the Monsters, a little bit for the Kalamazoo Wings, the Blue Jackets ECHL affiliate. 
again, and uh, looked pretty good with the monsters and even with the Kalamazoo wings. And that one, it's again, small sample size. It was one game, but for what it's worth, he looked pretty good in that one game. And again, it, they needed someone to play that game and he was that guy. So he did his job and the Blue Jackets did. He did what the Blue Jackets asked of them. And that, that's all you could ask, you know, that's all you can ask for. And it was in Toronto that played the Maple Leafs. He's from that Toronto area. So his parents were able to come to that game. So he played. The Blue Jackets needed someone to play a game, and he did that. And he played good, and that's all you could ask for him as of now. And he has the potential to maybe grow into something more for the Blue Jackets, a potential goalie. Yeah, would be nice to see. Um, so we have three players left, and one of them is already out. Um, so next on our list is the 19-year-old defenseman, David Yurchek, he had four games played this year. He did not get a point in those games, but I thought he looked fairly well as a defenseman. I think we'll see some more development. Oh, yeah, so anyway, back to Jack Greaves. We're going to see him start in lineup, uh, start in game, first game of the season here next year? No. For the Monsters. No, for, no. The monster. for the Monsters. For the Monsters. For the Monsters. Who's the guy that's out? Just, just we throw it out there. What? You said there's a guy that's out. That's not what Oh, the uh, very last on my list is Jonas Corposalo. So okay. Yeah. He's to the, to but, 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 you know what? He's not with the Blue Jackets anymore, but he was just such a good goalie for the Blue Jackets for years. And his best moments were probably helping the Monsters win the Calder Cup and his two shutouts in the playoffs against Toronto in the 2019 2020 season. And, you know, he was a good goalie and he did everything you could ask for the Blue Jackets. So, what do you thank Corpusalo. Get some corn nuts. Oh, nice. Men- Mentos gum. <laughs> the, the, I don't even know what their quote is anymore. Um, fresh gets fresher. Right? There's like a Mentos uh, song. Fuck it. David Yurchuk, 19. We're going to see him next year starting line up on first game. No. Maybe. Not sponsored, by the way. Yet. No free advertisement. Um, I'm going 50-50 on him. Dude, with how many spots there are to fill, though, and how many players we have to fill with spots, I just think um, 50-50. Because he's basically basically like a Seth Jones, Zach Wierenski type of guy that's a really good good second-line defenseman. And you know, it was a small, but he basically playing for the Monsters looked pretty good. Played pretty good in the World Juniors, and played and then played the. But to all those guys, he's he's a monster still. Yeah. I mean, when he gets to the NHL, he's kind of an average sized guy, right? So you know, get right. a muscle so, arm, you know, yeah, get a little speed. So, and then he came back to the Blue Jackets, played pretty good, sent down the Monsters pretty good. And he played over in the World Hockey Championships over there, looked pretty good. So. And I say 50 because he's probably one of those top guys that he's going to be fighting for a spot. And I wouldn't, if he made the team, I wouldn't necessarily be uh, surprised because he almost, he almost made the team out of training camp last season. He was the last cut. So he almost got in. So if he got in, I wouldn't be surprised. But if he stayed with the Monsters to start the season, then I'm okay with that too. So I'm 50 50 for him. Right. Oh, and hey. Perfect timing for this because last on our list is 
Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Curtis 50 Cent motherfucking Jackson. Um, <laughs> it's getting so hot in here. Too hot. Um, He's in the club. In the club. Got the magic stick. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, last, last, very last is the one only Samuel Nazco, age 20. He's a defenseman. He played two games. Um, you know, played one of those last couple of games where they, they were giving a bunch of the young guys some shots. Uh, uh, I thought he did well, but he has no, no points in the NHL. Will we see him first game next year? No. 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 Yeah, but, a little bit. What? Nothing. Uh, hey, I'm going to go back and rewatch the video. I don't know what you said. Uh, <laughs> I said I wouldn't hate it or love it. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I feel you. Right. Like, um, I, we went through many men. Yeah. Many, many, many men. Basically, so. Up on me. <laughs> uh, I think he was in in juniors for a bit. Played pretty good there. Then played good with the Monsters. And again, small sample size, but played pretty good with the Blue Jackets. Not like what I saw, you know, from him, but most like with the Monsters to start the season. Just a little bit. Um, Kevin, you're out of control. Okay. Yeah, well, that's all right because Kevin's also a motherfucking P-I-M-P. Um, it's true. Uh, we're doing okay. I'll explain to you afterwards. Um, but hey, that's everyone. We got through it. That is making the cut here over at the Brew Jackets. You don't know. Yeah, we only had to go through more like more than twenty-one questions at least um, to figure out uh, that uh, you know we're kind of over here window shoppering. Uh, Anyway, anyway, uh, hey, any uh, Kev, uh, for you, well, any either of you, if you okay. got any more things you want to say, are we gonna sign? Did we sign anybody in free agency? Not yet, because that's Not in yet. July. Yeah, I think we're gonna, I'm sure somebody's gonna get rich <laughs> or, or die trying, or die trying e- either one. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they don't die in like a disco inferno or anything, though. Um, yeah, yeah. Can't leave them alone, huh? So, uh, so yeah, you guys got anything else you want to add, or uh, you can go ahead and start signing off. Well, I did not know this, but Cole Cylinder has a tattoo on his arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think we talked about it last week, but yeah, yeah. I can't, I couldn't see what it was yet. I'll have to wait for a close up so I can judge it harshly. It's a tiger. And like with like him and Tate, like are are they? Aren't they? Are they? Aren't they? What's 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 going on? You know, like just you know a little gossip around there. If anyone you know knows what's going on, like she had a picture with a shirt that said "No boyfriend, no problem." They also had pictures like on their separate Instagrams of them both being in like holiday on in like Boca Raton or some shit like that. Like right, like <clears throat> they're both there to and confirmed together there, but like are they? "Quote unquote together, right? Yeah. Hopefully, it gets all worked out. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't want to say hopefully. Hopefully, it all works out for the best for everyone. But if if they broke up, I think we're gonna see Cylinder get a record breaking season for himself. Well, that, that that's the joke a lot of people are making on Twitter when that news came out. Everyone's going like, "Oh, he's gonna have a good season. He's scoring like fifty or some shit." Yeah. Or something. and like when it rains, it pours, right? I mean, yeah, it just yeah. gets. Uh, fifty, huh? 
It could yeah. go 50 50. Yeah. Um, Blue Jackets prospect Nikolai Markov, uh, he was p- participating in a uh, youth hockey camp over in Russia. Like he was one of the, I guess, youth play teachers. So that was fun. What fun. Nice. And then uh, today, of course, the. Uh, of course, the big golf tournament is in uh, Columbus for a couple days, and uh, hey yo, technology, yeah. Uh, Sean Corrali and Cole Sillinger were seen at that golf tournament. I saw that interview today. That was cool. So that so uh, there there there's that, and uh, this is kind of totally random, but uh, Krill Marchenko's wife posted a picture on her Instagram of. Krill Marchenko chopping wood. Nice. Yeah, that's good exercise. I'd like to see me a working man out there. That's so, awesome. Krill Marchenko was chopping wood. And then uh, recently, Krill Marchenko was at a soccer game in Russia. Oh, yeah. Him and some dudes from uh, one guy from the Avalanche, right? And then the Lightning, Vasilevsky. Lightning. Vasilevsky. That's right. So that's really interesting. I mean, the, so uh, I, I misspoke. I'm not sure if it was, was the Avalanche or it was, it was another Lightning player, but they were all three Russian. It's just yeah. interesting that like him and Vasi were like in the room, like talking to each other, like for a while, like, like they're basically hanging out. It's just like one's a legitimate certified Stanley Cup winning superstar. The other guy is like, you know, an up and coming, like hopefully future yeah, superstar. He's, he's got to make it. Yeah, he's got to make it so he can uh, get money um, and get up. So he can make some money uh, to spend in that candy shop. Um, uh, that's uh, – <clears throat> oh, and uh, Boone Jenner's getting married this summer. Oh, really? I thought he was married already. Really? He has yeah. no kids, never married. Nice. Hater, love it. Love to see it. So that's uh, that, that's all I have to say in regards to any sort of Blue Jackets news. So I'll just, you know, finish it off and we can get out of here. No bad news, though. They won't back down. Uh, anyway, uh, go check out go check out Uni Blue Soldiers. It's a fun Blue Jackets themed group that I run. Follow us on all social media platforms and. Check out Brew Jackets on all social media platforms and, you know, Union Blue Soldiers. Go check it out. So and amazing. It is amazing. It is. Uh, and, um, you know, in October when Union Soldier, the fun Blue Jackets themed beer comes back, go check that Hell out. Hell yeah. When uh, it comes thank- back, you'll be popping them things. Hell yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, thank you for everyone for your support. It's sold out. Thank you for your support. It, uh we appreciate it. So go check out Duty Blue Soldiers. It's a fun Blue Jacket scene group that I run. So, uh, yeah, go do it. Go check it out. Hell yeah, brother. So, anything else you'd like to add, Matt? If not, go ahead and can uh, sign off. Hey, yo. Oh, technology. I tried that one earlier. It didn't, it didn't hit. It didn't hit very well. But hey, man, that's just part of the game. I've been patiently waiting for my moment. Um, for it's your moment in here. Yeah, the heat. For what? Like, don't you me. live in like a? Don't you like live in like a big rich town or something? 
hell no. All these people have like bloodhounds in their backyard. Huh. That's wild. All them bloodhounds are like death to my enemies. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh, Kevin's no. completely Kevin's completely lost. Yeah. Go check out Happy Duck's art. It's pretty fucking cool. Kevin, we're we're dropping we're dropping fifty cent songs. Oh, okay. And if I can't, too bad. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna have to go through and like get all of these. Anyway, you want you want to sign off, Matt? It's like your life's on the line. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go in and watch some fucking soccer. All right on. Hell yeah, dude. Go go Cincinnati FC. Go Columbus Crew. That's right. Currently tonight. FC Cincinnati. Number one number team in MLS. Number one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm trying to get sophisticated about it so that I can uh, talk about it on a podcast. Sophisticated. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Is this something stupid? I always recommend this to like anyone getting into like a new sport. Go play like FIFA or something, right? I don't know. It always helped me like figure out. That's what helped me figure out the NHL. <laughs> yeah, but it's more FIFA is more like World yeah. Cup. Yeah, that's true. It's not really MLS. That's true. But, uh, Dude, I was so lost watching it the other night. Um, it was the first first match I actually sat down and watched, and it ended at like ninety three minutes, and the clock goes up instead of down. It completely right, me right, up. right. It sounds like you had like at least like. Did you say like twenty one questions about it? You know, yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> you got to get up. It was out of control. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, hell yeah, brother. I'm patiently waiting to figure it out. Yeah, soccer games are fun. I've been Either to two. love it. I've been I've been to soccer games are fun. I've been to two crew games and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in the club yet. Yeah, well. Even if you don't love me, then um, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here on my end. Um, yeah. So, uh, like we were saying earlier, uh, when it rains, it pours, and I get money. Uh, see you fuckers later. <laughs> hey, see you all later. Thank you, everyone out there, for joining us tonight for a, uh, our live broadcast podcast. And any of our audio listeners listening after the fact, uh, thank you as well. We always appreciate it if you like and subscribe and rate and whatever with the song. We uh, song, Jesus, with the fucking podcast. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just I got weird just a little bit. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, my name is Lance. Uh, I was joined tonight by Kevin Valentin and Matt at Lawless One underscore One. Wait, at Lawless. Kevin, underscore one. What, what's your what's your Twitter name, Kevin? It's like KV something. We shared a link. You can find him on Twitter as well if you really super want to. Uh, well, my person, I mean, personal Twitter page is KJB six on four. I don't really use that as much. So, but check out the, yeah. the Union Blue Soldiers. Uh, at, <laughs> Uh, UB Soldier, right? That's right. At the UB Soldiers on Twitter. Hell yeah. Um, Go Reds, anyway. by the way. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Go Reds. Go Reds. Go Reds. Yeah. 
Uh, so this has been a Brew Jackets uh, episode. And um, don't forget to catch me on Saturday uh, for the live stream THPN stream. First game of the first series of the fi- final series of the NHL playoffs. Um, for some reason, if I can't, um, you know, I'll still I'll still promote it, but I, I probably will. Uh, you know, Kevin, you come what? Peep the show. What? Hi. Uh, hello. Smile. Hello. I'm leaving. Lance, Lance. If you're on this Saturday, I'll I'll get on with you. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm on vacation this week, so. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll be up. Uh, we'll be up going around eight o'clock, and you know, it's uh. It's the first game, of the first uh, first game of the last final series. So, very ex- uh, very exciting. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, for all parts of the game. Anyway, see you guys later. Have a good night. Peace. Go Blue Jackets. Yes, I guess. <laughs>